All right, y'all out there listening, thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Chasing Birdies, and it's your two favorite podcast hosts in the whole wide world, me and Mr. Peppy. What's up, boy? What's going on, my man? I did want to say one thing real quickly here. Today's episode is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. You can get them at your local grocery store, your local stop-and-go stations, gas stations, anywhere that serves anything good has Zen. If you need to get off the old smoking habit, throw in a Zen pouch. It'll get you through the day, and it's great for the golf course. Travels well. Check them out. Zen.com. My man. (laughs) I mean, bud, that's a big day for you, huh? Yeah. They're delicious. delicious. (laughs) Now, have you used, the real question is, have you used the little uh, dead man I did. Circle. Story Snyder, last guest on the episode here on Chasing Birdies. And by the way, today we have no guests. It is a banner session. Uh, but Story Snyder, did he enlighten me as to the little ring on the bottom of the can. You just throw the dead soldiers in there and uh, it sticks in there. So they're great. Love them. So you've been using it? I have. Yeah, I have. What's your thoughts? No thoughts. I mean, if you get into a pickle, can't you don't want to litter. <laughs> You know? It was funny. Yeah, I was with somebody on Tuesday who uh, uses Zen, and uh, I had asked him. I said, "Hey, you, you use the dead man or dead soldier thing?" And he said, "I, I literally just found out about this a few days ago." So yeah. it's almost like you guys were on the same page. Well, he listened to the podcast, and that's where he learned about it. So a lot has happened though since our last episode two weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, with Story Snyder, and a lot has happened. And, you know, it's kind of good to take a moment here and reflect, especially for you and I. Mm-hmm. Yuck it up a little bit. Um, I'm happy to see you're recording this podcast without a glass of tequila in your hand. So at least your speech will be straight and narrow and not splurred mm-hmm. and sloppy. Exactly. You know what I did? Dude, I haven't seen you in a while, actually, but um, it's, it's I know you guys, all you, you B cats and, you know, your whole little crew there. You guys love cigars. Uh, I'm not a huge cigar guy. I appreciate a cigar every now and then, but I don't smoke a cigar. Not even monthly. Mm-hmm. But you are daily. But um, Joyce's Summer Ray in Uniontown, Pennsylvania, a couple weekends ago. What a bash that was. Josh Miranda played for the boys. Great evening over there in Uniontown, Pennsylvania. Uh, but Joyce's was gracious enough to have the dirty, what's it, the Dirty Dog Cigar dirty Shop Dirty Dog there. Cigar Shop, bud. Dirty Dog Cigar Shop. So I went over to buy some cigars, and they told me that, hey, two cigars are on the house, and two cigars are on Joyce's. So I got five cigars for the price of one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I said, hey, I got to buy one. I want to help you guys out. But I lit a cigar on my back patio, turned on a little G. Actually, I was watching the baseball game, and um, (laughs) I got to tell you, it was was very therapeutic. Um, It's very enjoyable, see? It was. Uh, now, I don't know what I smoked, but the guy told me he smokes those for breakfast. So, I, But this was the evening. Um, but it was a light <laughs> cigar. And it was great, man. So I just wanted to tell you that because I feel like, you know, we don't connect on that too much. We, we don't. And I'm glad that you partook in it. Mm-hmm. Or, partook. And um, it is nice just to sit there, and especially where you live, down in the woods, Sit there, you listen to the birds chirping, the crickets going. Enjoy it, bud, and watch some some decent baseball, right? 
Yeah, wasn't the Pirates, but it was it was oh. decent. So tell us about your week two oh. weeks ago. You get yeah, and you got the invite because you are a member at the Greenbrier. No, no, no. That's not why I got the invite. Why did you get the invite? Because I signed up for it in January. Oh. So you signed up for it. You signed up to get a chance to play in the live event mid So they okay, so exactly. You signed up for it, but they nudged you along because of Maybe. I don't know. Your membership. I don't know. Whatever. So you sign up, you get in. You had the pairings party two Wednesdays ago. Mm-hmm. Lead us into that. So I had no idea what to expect. I mean, this is my first pro am I'm playing in. And you know, all the hype surrounding Live, you kind of read about it, you see it on TV, but at the end of the day, it's like until you experience it firsthand, you really don't know what to expect. So I had no idea what to expect Wednesday evening heading into the pairings party at the summit. And so we pull up. It was Josh, myself, and Ashley. We pull up, and there's this big tent. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's DJ. Oh, my God, there's Henrik Stenson. Oh my God, there's fucking Greg Norman just standing there eating freaking. So, so Norman was there. Yeah. Because so the, the rumors, everybody's saying he got fired and this, that, and the other, but he was at the Green Bar. He was there. So he was not fired. So we walk in and I'm like, it's like taking a kid to Disney World for the first time. You're just looking around and everything like, what the freak? Like, and there it is. There's Cam Smith eating a little pork slider. There's Mark Leishman cracking a beer. Oh, here comes Mickelson with the security guard. Imagine that. So I'm just like. Or was it his bookie? I don't know. That's a thing now. So Yeah. So Josh is trying to talk to me a little bit there. You know, he's like, you know, and I'm like, hey, bud, I'm not even paying attention to what the fuck you're saying right now because <laughs> I'm like looking at all these guys thinking like, oh, my God, I'm in the mix. We're in the mix. So it was incredible. Met so many cool people. So many cool people. A part of live. And not a part of live. Uh, I met Phil Mickelson's physiologist, lives in San Diego, Gino. Shout out, Gino. I hope you're listening. He knew the stretch effect guys that we had here on Chasing Birdies a while back, Kyle. Um, so we struck up a good conversation, ran into him a couple more times, exchanged numbers, yucked it up. But basically, Phil said, Hey, I need you to travel with me. When, when Phil made the jump to live, he said, I need you to travel with me to all of these events. Because Phil starts getting stretched three hours before he hits a ball, before his tee time. Three hours. So if he's teeing off at one, he's starting his pre-routine at about 10 o'clock. So my oh. man just travels everywhere with him, does all these bends. Can you imagine doing that? Three hours? Three hours. And he, he sucks. Well, but Three I mean, hours to suck. He's still a legend in some respect. But so the pairing parties, they got this band playing. And they got TVs set up everywhere, and you get to see who you're playing with. Well, in all reality, I got an email earlier that said who we were playing with, but it was still cool. My name. So you already up. knew. I knew who I was playing with. That's that. See, I don't like that. Because you, you, e- you get an email, nah. uh, but you, the excitement aspect of it, bud. You get you get these two guys, their heads on the. So the the way the live pro am works, you play with a pro on the front nine, you play with a pro on the back nine. So, so it's actually. A uh, pairing party for the players to see who what you use their paired with. Potentially, knew. but I didn't even meet. But that's the thing. Like I didn't. Yeah, probably. And they honestly, they don't care. They're like, like they care who Jeff Smith is, right? Like no. Right, Bashar. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to say my name, but 
Um, so, you know, their heads pop up and then the, the amateurs are listed in the middle and it's a good time. Um, Brad Ullman, the old West Virginia Golf mm-hmm. Association executive director, he is with Liv. In fact, I got a great photo of him on Sunday helping DeShambo out on a ruling on 17. So it was just all around a great time. We're just yucking it up, having a good time, having some drinks. And um, towards the end of the night, everybody got a little more lax. Most of the bigger players left. Like DJ, Harold Varner was fucking awesome. But DJ and Phil and all those guys, they kind of peeled out of there a little earlier. Um, but some hung around. So Leishman was sitting there and I FaceTimed George. I'm like, yo. Mm-hmm. George who? Burgie. I'm okay. like, hey, your boy is sitting right next to me. I said, is he going to know who you are? Because, you know, George claims they're buddies, blah, blah, blah. But he's true. They are. He goes, yeah, man. I said, so I'm not going to look like an ass when I walk up to Leishman with my cell phone. And your face is on it. And he goes, no. So I, I don't even say anything to Mark. I walk over to him and I show him my phone. And he goes, George, what's up, mate? And they start yucking it up. I can't hear what they're saying. And I said, hey. I said, that's my buddy too, you know. And uh, <laughs> so, so he gave me back my phone. And uh, I said goodbye to George. Talked to Leash for a minute. And that was great. But the best part of the night was this. Towards the end of the evening, Ashley and I are, we're still mingling. You know, we're just walking around. And this guy was fucking toasted. Dude, he was this older gentleman, mid-50s, shorter guy. But he was blasted. And I'm standing there. And he comes up to me. He says, hey, you mind if I get a picture with you? And I say, no, let's go, man. Actually, I said, I got a podcast. Let's, let's fucking do this. <laughs> so, so the guy takes a picture with me and he says, I'm so happy that you joined Live." And I'm like, oh, so he thinks you're Abraham answer. 1000%. He said, can I ask you a golf question? And I'm all, yeah. He said, how do you get your power? So I'm standing there. Hey, you, did you tell him you're going through a program right now? Uh, I love the stack program. Um, I stand there and I just start telling him, like, you know, for me, it's all about getting on my left side, clearing my hips. And I'm going through the motions and Ashley is like walking away, dying laughing because she knows what's happening right now. This cat thinks I'm a ram answer. So I gave him a little swing tip, bud. And then I walked away, grabbed a little dessert, moseyed on out of there. And then Thursday was the pro-am. So I played with Peter Uline and I played with Scotty Vincent, who I, Frankly, I had, I had to Google who he was. I didn't know who he was, but ended up being a really cool dude. Uh, played at Virginia Tech from Zimbabwe and played on the Japanese tour. But Peter Uline, that was a hell of a lot of fun. Our team was good. We finished 15 under, I think 19 under one. Someone came in in the 11th hour and posted a 16 under, so we finished fourth. But um, Uline, absolutely, Pounds absolutely. It. Hounds it. Well, he's a big boy, dude. He's a big boy. But, dude, I got IP on the bag, and IP's going, God damn, uh-huh. walking around with that phone. Yeah. Uline hits the ball. Dude, there's two sounds. There's the ball leaving the face, and there's the sound of the club hitting the tee, which, and it is just smothered. Dude, like number six, I don't know what the carry is on that right bunker from the back tees on, on the old white. Probably 285, 290. Mm-hmm. It's 30 past it over it. They make the old white, the front nine specifically, 
dude, they don't hit anything more than a nine iron in on every hole. The longest hole is like the par three, number eight. They got to hit four iron from 230. Number nine and number seven, they don't even use driver off the tee, and they still have freaking. Yeah. But my team played great, man. I had a couple guys. One was from Michigan. The other one lived in Columbus. Great, great guys. And uh, we had a great time. Scotty Vincent played with him on a back nine. Our connector was, he lived in Colorado. I love Colorado. And um, he was a little more, I would say, focused than Uline. I don't really think Uline gives a crap. Like, he's there. He's playing great. Well, I mean, his dad was president CEO of Titleist. Uh Uh-huh. Wally Uline. Uh Uh-huh. Do you know that name? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so he's, Mm -hmm. that's just adding money. He's just padding the bank account with whatever he makes. So, So, but Scotty Vincent's carrying around his, GC quad everywhere he goes hits every shot with it you know he's a little more I don't know what the right word is but um, focused a little more focused but it's fun man he had a little ponytail I have a little ponytail he's not really a big guy I'm not really a big guy but dude you want to know what the coolest thing was I put two chasing birdies towels in my bag Winston collection did you give him always at the end Zach hey Zach come here Zach's the caddy for you on I said, hey, bud, I said, listen, I know the weather's going to be dicey the next couple of days down here. I said, let me give you this towel. I said, you can use it as a bath towel or you could use it as a golf towel. And he said, awesome, man. I love these towels. I said, thanks, man. I said, you know, check it out, blah, blah, blah. So the next caddy, finish up on 18. Hey, Jake. Hey, bud, I know the weather's going to be a little dicey over here in White Sulphur the next couple of days. Why don't you take this golf towel? Look, it's got chasing birdies on it. You're going to need some towels. He's like, Dude, this is freaking awesome. Thanks so much. Blah, 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 blah. So connected with the caddies a little bit. Liv did it right. They did it right. They give you a photo. They take photos of you. And the two players signed a scorecard. And by the, time cool. you're, by the time you're done with the mm-hmm. Pro-Am, I mean, I got, I got a picture of me it's sitting over there. You can see it. See it? See it right there? Yep. yep. That's the four of us. And then is they he signed in that picture? I'm sure he's somewhere in there. No. Ian was great. He was a little more reserved. I mean, he wasn't too bad on the phone with the social media going. Um, yeah, which we needed him. The, the one time we needed him to be on social media for content, he was not. So that's funny how that works. Um, but the golf tournament. Gonna, <clears throat> the vibe. What's the overall vibe while you're on the course like? Is there music on every single hole, like different songs, or is it kind of just no, one? No, it's, it's different songs, and it's like, I want to say every hole, but like I think like number eight, they didn't have music playing by the tee box, but they had it on seven green. So yeah, it's all around the course. They got music playing wherever the TV towers are. They got speakers, music's blasting. Mm. The Birdie Shack, they got a DJ ripping it up in there. Club Fifty Four, you know they got misters coming out. It's these beautiful boxes in the front row, and the uh, the wait staff. Everything was just. Second to none. It was incredible. Now, the one thing I will say, me being a typical normal Joe, I like good food, but like when I'm sitting there watching golf, man, like I'm not trying to eat tuna tartare and, you know, Kobe sliders with all this like. It's almost like over the top a little bit. Yeah. So I, I went to the normal person concession stand, but I got a burrito. I was jonesing for a hot dog. I went up there. They had, they had steak burritos and I'm like, well, that sounds good. So I got a burrito. Mm-hmm. Um, but the vibe was incredible, and it totally changed my perception after 
after going to it, you know, and it's so different than a PGA Tour event. Every guy goes off at 115, shotgun start, finish up in four hours. Shorts. Shorts. You know, people are yelling, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's so chill. And if you want to watch someone, you don't got to feel like you have to go four holes ahead to see them. Right. There's not a lot of people. No. And and you kind of get close. Well, you mentioned Josh Miranda playing in, in it. He was uh, small world. He got paired with our buddy Phil Zambos and a guy I know well, Robbie Gold, the, the kicker for the, well, the 49ers, but he's mm-hmm. a free agent right now. And then he gets paired with Martin Keimer in his first nine holes uh-huh. and then Bryson DeChambeau. I mean, DeChambeau shot 61.58 on the weekend. Yeah. So No, Josh, was, Josh said he couldn't feel his legs for the first six holes. He was so nervous. I said, dude, you play shows in front of thousands of yeah, people. Yeah, but that's it's a, I know, I know. It's so I, different for everyone. I know. Yeah, I got to understand that. Zambos wasn't going to play. And then, in fact, somebody must have dropped out because he got the call late at night to get in. So he was in the mix. Yeah, I wonder how that all, like Bryson DeChambeau and Zambos. And I would have loved to have been a, a fly in that group listening to Zambos. So who won the, who won the Pro-Am, bud? I don't know who won the Pro-Am, actually. You guys I don't know. know. It wasn't us. No, 19 under one. We were 15 under. But I will say, Liv kind of came in and bought out the Greenbrier, so to speak, if that makes sense. Like the casino, for example. You didn't have to wear sports coats. That was huge. That's that's big, bud, for you. So we were able to go to the casino. And and again, it's so lack. Like HV3, my man's playing blackjack. He's hooting and hollering. A couple guys played, not everybody, but... For the most part, man, it was, I think the Greenbrier did a phenomenal job as a host for the Live Golf Tournament. That's great. Uh-huh. So it's back next year. It is back Correct. next year. Correct. Okay. Obviously, the Shambo, yeah, did what he did. That was stupid. I mean, again, in the conditions, and going back to my point earlier, it's not really, the old white's a damn hard course, man, but with mm-hmm. these guys playing it soft and not having to, like, 17, more guys hit it in two than I ever would have thought. And they had 17 right. way back. Way back. But no, dude, I can't say enough about it. So now, I don't know. Did you watch this past weekend, the Bedminster, Cam Smith? I won. did not. I did not. I saw that he ended up winning on social media, scrolling through, saw he won. Congratulations. Yeah, I, 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 did not, um, I did not watch it either, but... Uh, but the PGA Tour event this week was pretty good, though, the FedEx. The PGA Tour Same event G. was pretty good. Um, you know, I was texting Steve Peering. I was riding his ass about poor Lucas Glover. I mean, probably still rocking the cotton pants. But Did he Peering piss himself? Promises, no. Peering promises me that in the next five months that those will be the new Link Soul pants. I hope it's the shorts, the coconut short, make that into a pant, which would be dynamite, and I think that is happening. But poor Lucas Clever, my man was sweating like no other out there. And he goes back-to-back wins. So he's sitting pretty right now for the FedEx Cup. He is a strong finish next week, bud. This might be all over. I mean, he's made $5 million in the last two weeks, 4.8, and then he work. made like $5 million in his first six years. Like, what a yeah. phenomenal story. And the thing about it is, like, and you know this. Putting. Putting, yeah. But but going into the playoff against Cantlay, I said this before they teed off. We were watching it. If Cantlay makes a bad move, it changes his, maybe it doesn't, it changes his aspect. Now it's like a match play a little bit. Right. Sure enough, man, hits it in the water. Now Cantlay could have still made par. 
dude, I don't know how he didn't make par. That putt almost went in. But the point being is now you're Lucas Glover. You got your ball, your opponent in the water. Uh, now all you can do is nestle it down there. Hit a great shot in there. That was and actually, they had the same putt, and I don't know if you saw, but Glover's went a little left at the end, and Cantley's went a little right. So, straight. Yeah. Um, what a playoff for fashion, though. Two white hats, two white shirts, and two pairs of khakis. So, um, <laughs> just your classic. Uh, so good. <laughs> so good. Like, I mean, boys, guys. can we get a pattern on, I mean, something, anything. Wear a pink hat, an orange hat, something. Mm-hmm. Add add a little flavor to the outfit, but no, that's don't. them. That's them. That's so them. congrats to Lucas Glover on that win. What else, dude? Anything else going on in your world? So that was, no, I mean, again, the Greenbrier thing was just awesome. Ran into our friend down there, the 19th Society. Mr. Oh, yeah. Mr. Saab. He was down there hanging out behind nine, taking some videos, getting some shit for his page. So uh, it was good seeing him. So and would you do this next year? 100%. No doubt. Absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Um, I think you'd love it, too. I really do. Uh, hey. So that was my uh, little thing mm-hmm. that I was kind of stoked about. What about you, man? What have you been doing? Like, you guys are going to hear like us talk right now because honestly, I haven't seen you in a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't seen you. We haven't talked very much either, bud. Well, I know, but it's because of certain situations going on right now, mainly your golf. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a great raw interview between you and I. So what the hell? You and Brandon Cass have played in the... Yeah, um, last week was a good week. I um, it was a fun week. Brandon and I played in the Yaki Gaining member guest. What Thursday, Friday, Saturday? So Thursday night we had the practice round. We had the Calcutta. Um, I think our team went for seven hundred. Oh, really? So we went a little less than seven hundred. Well, last well two years ago we went for like fifteen hundred. It's hard. Number one, number one team on the board. And it's it's tough at Yacht too. So I mean, a lot of people were getting a lot of shots on a short course. It makes it tough. It makes it difficult. Um, on Friday, Mister Cassett had the putter rolling, bud. Made some some nice putts. I was proud of him. But we shot together gross thirteen under twenty seven holes. Okay, we won one match, lost one match, and halved one match with that. So that tells you everything you need to know. It was difficult. People were getting pops. Yeah, people were getting pops. Uh, Matt Gavea, who listens to the show, uh, you know, two holes he made three for twos on par fours. So uh, there's two points right there that we lost right out of the gate. Um, it was difficult. So old Franco Harris on us. And then, what, Saturday, we, we lost our first match 6-3. My man, uh, Eric Danko. And Tyler Tracy, they pounded us, but they also got a lot of shots. So, again, that – I mean, even if Danko plays – I think he shot three or four over par in his own ball, and he's getting five or six shots in nine holes, like, that kills you. Yeah. Um, but we didn't make – you got to make birdies, too. So you have to. And then we won our uh, fifth match, but we finished second in the flight with – I think we tied a couple other teams at 22 and a half, and then – Mr. Jonathan Goodrum ended up winning the whole member guest. 
and it was hilarious to watch him in the playoff, dude. They went like nine-hole playoff, eight-hole playoff. It was hysterical. I mean, the, he was pulling shots off that never would imagine he could pull off, and he's given the raise the roof, but the opposite, pushing the, the, the roof down. And uh, he was stoked, so they sprayed the old boy with champagne. But I was happy with B-Cats and I, man. We had a blast. We, we smoked cigars. We drank tequila. And uh, we played well. Any other member guest you do that in, it's you're sitting really pretty. So, so what was your drink of choice? Tequila. Mm-hmm. Casamigos on uh, Casamigos on Thursday and Friday. Ran out of that, and uh, Saturday we had that. Uh, what's the rocks tequila? Uh, Tahama or yeah, whatever it is. Well, that's good, man. So BK BK and I had fun, man. That's awesome. So that was like what your sixth member guest this year? No, somebody asked me, dude. Seven. I've cut down. You cut down. I've I've cut down. So you cut down. Pikewood member guest. Uh huh. Nemecola member guest. Uh huh. Yuck Crook, member guest. Crooked stick member guest. And crooked stick member guest. All right, bud. What do you need to correct me? Like, well, I don't I just... need you adding my member guest together. I'll get to it. Four. Generally, it's five or six. So my wife wow. should be happy. Well, but then the See, one I'm making an effort. That's the, a... the Pete Dye member guest got switched out this year for the Greenbrier. That's just a. I mean, days. I know it wasn't member guest, right? Like we went away for three days, and yeah, you know, just uh, hung out. With but we're, we're we go, I will say, we're going back. We're going to back to Pete, but maybe I'm not. Maybe you're taking somebody else. But uh, no, I mean, I'm a, I'm all in for, um, for Peter Dye. But I would love to to go back. I I, I haven't played Pete Dye this year at all. Oh man, so it's in good shape. I hear the greens are a little slow, but uh, also heard a rumor that. Top golf, top golf's coming to Morgantown. Don't know if that's true or not. What? Yeah, yeah, yep. Where at? University Town Center. So, be on the lookout for that. But uh, I went up to. So this episode's airing today. So I'm I've I've been warming up for this USGA Mid Am qualifier. The USGA Mid Am is Sleepy Hollow this year in September. So I figured, what the hell? I didn't play much competitive golf this year just simply due to the fact that I've been doing other things, um, golf related, of course. But so I go up to Pikewood and I'm playing on Sunday, but I noticed my driver was kind of, every time I'd hit the ball, my, my, like my grip, like the golf pride words would be on the left side. And then I hit another one and the, the, the words would be on the bottom. And then I'm like, this freaking thing is turning. But the head wasn't turning. That's the thing. It was weird. So I go up there and I'm getting ready to play around and talking to one of the guys and he grabs it. And ever so lightly, the head comes off of the shaft. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? Like the epoxy's all gone. It must have got hot. I don't know. But it kind of put me into a little bit of a pickle because a couple of days after that, you know, I had this qualifier for the, um, the USGA mid am. And, um, so I had to, I had to get that fixed is, is what I'm saying. But I played that round of golf with the driver like that. Like, so at the end of the day, the question is, do you really need epoxy? I don't know. Now it did turn on me two holes. I hit these big high hooks way left, which normally I don't do. Um, and the face was turned. Like I looked at it. So, so, it definitely has an adverse effect, but I wouldn't recommend it. Um, recommend playing without the epoxy. Correct. I would not recommend that at all. I would not. Well, and also, I mean, we should send a congratulations over to our boy, 
Cole Taylor. My man has number one song in country music, You, Me, and Whiskey. So congrats to him on that one. Yeah. Uh, just keep firing him off. I so happened to be in Nashville whenever he found out. Well, not when he found out. It was Sunday. Uh-huh. I was. I got into town Monday night. Uh-huh. So I stayed at his house, and we had a couple cocktails celebrating him. Uh-huh. And a cigar, which he partook in, which I was surprised about. That he smoked. And this was the first night you got to Nashville? This is the first night. And okay. then... Um, so yeah, he uh, we went over to the, the Hick, which mm-hmm. dude never been. You've played the course looks fun, mm-hmm. uh, but the whole vibe is really cool. Mm-hmm. Huge bar. We saw Matt Alderman over there. Old John Daly was playing some music, smoking cigars. You know, we had a blast. So that was that was dynamite, and um, had some so, meetings on on Tuesday. Had a blast there. Sold some jewelry, which was the real reason we were there, and then. I've, of course, there was, everybody knows I went over to Troubadour. Okay, so let's talk about this. So you go to you go to Old Hick, you run into John Daly. Mm-hmm. You guys are yucking it up a little bit. Cole Taylor, you guys are smashed. And then you, who did you play Troubadour with? You played with Thomas Archer and Matt? No, Alderman was supposed to be there. Or Fulcher. Fulcher. I got you. We played, and then we played with a couple others. And, yeah. And uh, played a big group and had some, some cold beers after and, and hung out. So. Did you meet anyone cool? Yeah. There were some cool people at the Troub that day, so uh, it's not like you to be real reserved. I, I, well, I like to be reserved. So normally, you really like to blurt everything out. <laughs> um, I'm kind of catching your vibe right now, yeah, bud. Yeah. So I'm glad you had a good time at Troubadour, which is oh, always dude, a good time. It was it was good. So as uh, Tango will chirp me, I got some some new swag because <laughs> I don't have enough of it. But we had a blast, dude. Archer, he's he was so upset that he did not come to Nemecol and he had a prior commitment that I'm getting canceled the week of. And then, um, some people filled in for him that whatever. So judging, was, go ahead, j- judging by the, um, invoice I get from Grayson on some things. I mean, but your, your swag is just, well, I mean, who is that for now? That was for Scott Swinchock. Like, okay. Who so, I met at Nemecol and country club. That's great. So he just uses so my he spent, for shit. He spent eight hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. I need I to start getting kickbacks that. on this shit. But just because I got hit forward, that's all. But, I hit well, forward. Yeah, Truby, we uh we got back into it and started boozing and and had a had a old good old time. I mean, we played till the lights were on in the golf cart. So that tells you what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Well, when you got certain people in your in your clan, your click, you can do stuff like that. But um, so I'm happy for you, man. I'm happy Thank for you. you. You have a great group of friends, and uh, I'm just happy to be on the peripherals. Uh, uh, how's your family, bud? Everybody good? Everybody's good, dude. You know, we're 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 kicking it up in the jewelry side of things right now with um, line and Joyce's the soiree, dude. They had a dynamite showing there, so that was that was cool to see them. It was have such a good a day. Perfect evening. It was great. Perfect evening. It was great to see, bud. Um, but with line we're we're traveling. We get we're. We're hitting the road hard and, and have some good meetings coming up and some, some new stores that have come on, and it's been fun. So we're chasing over here for sure. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, How about you, bud? How's the real I'll, estate business? Good? Everything's good? great, man. I'm all good. It's all good. What's a little trophy behind you? Other side. Uh, just a little trophy that Eleanor gave me. It's on my on my desk. She can Ooh. change it, which sometimes it can change. She can change the words in it. It can change, okay. you know, number one fan or... 
worst person award you know she could write whatever she wants uh it's it's kind of funny that we're already at this point in august where not only is like school starting which whatever but football is back in the mix you know we're we're one week down Mm -hmm, in nfl mm -hmm. preseason week two starts well tonight i guess and it's fun man like it just always kind of makes you aware of of the time a year that we're in and I think for me, it's like, dude, I want to get the corn. I told you, I want to get a cornhole tournament going. I want to get the cornhole going. I want to get a little football on the TV on a Saturday, uh, get some non-alcoholic beers, and maybe a couple cigars, yuck it up. But the Steelers, I got to say, that Cat Broderick Jones is a monster. Now, granted, I don't know if he did well, exceeded expectations or not, but Kenny Pickett looked damn good. So if you if you're a Steelers fan right now, you have to be – you have to be pretty stoked about what you saw, even though it was one series. Yeah, I mean, what the hell does it matter? I mean, it's a pre—it's a preseason game, and in all reality, what the hell does it matter? Well, I, mean, doesn't, I mean, I'm just trying to make conversation here, especially for you. But I know. I'll tell you who I'm really excited for on that team: it's George Pickens. Like, we could just get them, get him the ball. Yeah, he's he's special. But did you see the Demar Hamlin thing against the Jets? You know how they have those inner. It's not a preseason game, but like. The Jets and the Bills meet in a neutral site and they scrimmage, basically. All right. First play of the game, DeMar Hamlin picks off Aaron Rodgers and runs it back for TD. No way. So, if you believe in that kind of stuff. That's awesome. Oh, man. What else, bud? So, so coming into the next couple months for you, I mean, we've got, we've got a lot on the books. Not golf-wise, but work-wise. Um, what... What so, are you hoping for? I mean, well, give us some goals that you're hoping for, or what are you chasing over the next few weeks? I'm just chasing peace and happiness, and you know, I'm very stable with with my career and what I got going on in that regard. So um, I'm excited for the last quarter of the year to hit. Uh, typically, we get a little busier in terms of deal flow, but everything's been great thus far. I've been messing around with this house a whole bunch. I just got a quote for my house staining the whole house. So that's going to cost me quite a bit. Um, shit like that, man. You know, life life is waves. Life's not never in a straight line. So I think one thing for me is I, I never expect life to be on cruise control, you know, in some mm-hmm. respect. It right. has ebbs and flows. And you just got to ride the waves. Some waves are bigger than others, and others knock you down, you get back up, man. And so for me, I'm pretty equanimous, which – I know that might be a bigger word for you, but <laughs> it means level. Uh, no, it's good. But um, I do want to tell you, you know, I got next month pronghorn with Steve Peering. And I'm pissed, dude. I'm absolutely pissed because I never have an issue getting a room at the freaking resort. Like for the last six years, it's like I call in August, I get a room. Mm. I can't book a room because the Monday night they're sold out. So I've been waiting now for over a week for them to call me back to let me know if I can get a room. Well, one would think that Steve Peering, A, is the host, and B, working for Linksol, who's hosting the tournament, C, your partner, would be able to do something for you here. Well, they did have a room block for the event, but it sold out. Oh, so then that was, that really, so, it's on you because yeah, that's no surprise. Yeah, I, I called like, everything. yeah, I called like two weeks ago. I should have called like three weeks ago. But at any rate, so I find this Airbnb on property for one of the townhomes, which is beautiful. You set up an account. So listen, so I book it. I'm like, screw it. I got to book it. I get an email from the host 
that says, hey, unfortunately, well, I didn't even need the three bedroom, but anyways, it was three bedrooms, but I was taking the whole damn thing. Unfortunately, our three bedroom is not available now, but our two bedroom is. I said, well, that's fine. I'll take it. Is it on the resort? And you know what the next thing I got was? I got an email from Airbnb that said, your host declined your reservation. So I'm back to square one. I got nothing. Like what? She said I had a two bedroom available and I said, I'll take it. And the next thing you know, I get a, a Well, decline. she probably did a background check on you. I mean, to be honest with you, uh-huh. and there's a lot, it's in depth. So, yeah. So sure. all in all, you could potentially be camping at Pronghorn, which you might like. Mm-hmm. Could be. You got any fall golf plan, bud? Fall golf. I got, where am I going? I got Whisper Rock. I got coming up. I got Baltistral, an event that one of our boys pulled out of. I don't have any more events, events. Just, you know, one day is here, two days here, but no tournaments. How about you? No, just pronghorn, and that's it. I mean, obviously, there's Ian's, the Bandon trip. Band that, Dunes. That I'm pro- I probably will do simply because it's the same week as um, pronghorn. So instead of me leaving Friday, I'll just leave Tuesday. I'll play Bandon for three days and then drive over to pronghorn. But outside of that, man, uh, look forward to playing with you, though. You know, we'll get some, some things going. Yeah. Uh, October is a great time to play golf. And by the way, if you are not local to the region, if you're coming from out of state or listening from out of state, October, September, great time to visit southwestern Pennsylvania and north central West Virginia. But southwestern Pennsylvania, you can come over to Pittsburgh and then drive down to Farmington, Pennsylvania. Check out Nemecolon Resort. Pep, you want to tell them a little bit about Nemecolon Resort? Nemecolon.com. Check them out. They're opening up the lodge here in about three weeks, the grand opening of it, and it is going to be real nice. Mm-hmm. So make sure you go over to nemecolon.com, come out, two championship courses, Pete Dye, incredible spa for the lady or yourself. Um, and there's so much to do for the kids here. So book your reservation, nemecolon.com, and tell them the boys sent you. And that's it. That's all you got to do. Great time to get up here in the mountains. Uh, my man, that was fun talking to you a little bit, yucking it up here on a banner sesh. We like to do these every now and then. But yeah, we it was do time for it. one, but It was time, and we can't wait to bring you some guests here in the future. We got a couple cool cool things lining up for us here on Chasing Birdies, but um, you know, you just had to hear from us first. For sure. So make sure you go over to ChasingBirdies.com. Listen to this, check out the old episodes, see photo, beautiful photos of Ryan. And uh, there'll probably be some new photos coming out. And stay tuned for the giveaway coming up with George Burge and Salt Optics and Chase and Birdies. It's going to be a cool That's one. It's going to be bad. Yeah. It's going to be good. My man, so you know what? It's about to be the weekend. The BMW is kicking off here in Illinois. It's going to be fun. I, I guess apparently if McElroy wins, he could reclaim number one in the world. We'll see what happens. But uh, the playoffs are well underway, folks. Good golf this weekend. And maybe if the weather's nice, y'all can peg it up. But uh, I got nothing else to say, bud. You? I got nothing else to say either. Oh, it's good seeing you, as always. And I want to thank you to Evo and his team over at Simpler Media for putting this thing together. We appreciate it very much. And obviously our two gals, Rachel London, Jacqueline DiPaterio. Thank you for everything you folks do, you girls do. And as always, guys, thanks for listening here on Chasing Birdies. 
and we will catch y'all in two.